All right, welcome back to the Derek and Eric show for our Super Bowl edition. Woo! Come on, Eric, oh, where are you at? Rams. We're in your, uh, is that Todd Gurley? ready jersey? for the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm pumped for the Super Bowl. Yeah, this is my, uh, my super, it's like the really nice fancy jersey, like the, the super one. I got it for 40 bucks at a, on clearance because Todd Gurley is no longer a part of the team. So last game until we go to six months of hibernation. I'm okay with that. I am too. Well, maybe, maybe more like two months because then we've got free agency for a month. Yeah. And then we've got uh, the draft and then we can go take a nap. But this is going to be a good show though. This should be a good show today though. I'm stoked. Let's get it going. And Leslie brought the All show. Right. Around. Welcome back to Rams cast. This is the, the Eric show. Oh God. What? Excuse Go Rams. Me? Okay, fine. Leslie's a Rams fan. The, 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 the <laughs> we've got two Rams and a Lions fan. Broncos fan. Broncos and Li- Broncos and Lions fan. Speaking Don't of for- which, you you better you must be cheering for your boy there, Derek. Of course I am. I told you at the beginning. I told you at the beginning of this year. I don't hate him. I don't hate him at all. He wanted to go win. He wants to win. He and deserves he to, to go win. He deserves to win with all the accolades and everything he did for that city. And I mean, you know, it just, I, we'll get to it when we talk about him, but what we got, what we got going on today, Leslie. All right. This week we have NFL news, other sports news, stats of the week, Louise lounge, some hockey with some avalanche basketball nuggets. And of course the super bowl. The Super Bowl! 70 points, the Avalanche, man. Oh, oh, oh. oh man. Ah, 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 I love it. Dude, and if you looked at the standings, man. have you looked at the standings? All the I Western is- Conference sucks compared to the Avalanche. The Avalanche are just whipping that ass everywhere they go, and I love it. <laughs> they, love they, it. They're taking the Western Conference out back and giving them a nice spanking. Seriously, and I just – I love it, man. I, this, this team, they're just so exciting to watch. I love watching them. Absolutely. Let's get this rolling. All right. NFL news. <laughs> First stop. Thoughts on the NFL Hall of Fame inductees. God. Well, we were I talking think Derek's about this. a little more salty about this than I am. I really don't. All right. Let's care. start with you. I, I don't care either, but it's just Clearly. all I'm going to say is the voting. Are you being a smart ass? Clearly. <laughs> But <laughs> all I'm going to say, whoever does the voting for this is just really stupid. Yeah, there is some guys that did deserve to go in. Hence, you know, Tony Baselli did deserve to go in. Uh, Leroy Butler with his numbers that he had. But Sam Mills, of course, great uh, Saints and Panthers linebacker. That guy is – he speaks for himself. But, like, Richard Seymour, it's – a little questionable. Like you're gonna put Richard Seymour in over Demarcus Ware. Like I think I think here's why Seymour got in. Seven time Pro Bowler and first team all pro three times. That's pretty good. But right here, notable first year eligible players that did not get in. Demarcus Ware, Andre Johnson, and Devin Hester. Andre Johnson doesn't deserve to be in. But can we agree Demarcus Ware? Demarcus Ware does. He was a damn good uh, Hester linebacker. and Andre Johnson. No. Yeah. It, especially Hester. Hester had some exciting kick returns and he's probably the best kick returner in the history of the game, mm. but he's a kick returner. He was a terrible wide receiver and all he could do was return punts. 
But here you go. DeMarcus Ware, ninth all time in the NFL in career sacks. I guess how many sacks, Eric? DeMarcus Ware? Yes. Uh, wasn't it 140 something? 147 and a half sacks. Nine time Pro Bowler, four time All Pro, first team All Pro. Yeah. Okay. Richard Seymour deserved that. One and of, that. and of course, Super Bowl 50 winner. Uh, but here's another reason Seymour got in. Three time Super Bowl winner. Three with times Patriots. with the Patriots. Yeah. But DeMarcus Ware's numbers are clearly better than his. Now, and the one that you and I were talking about before we started recording, Dick Vermeil getting yes. in before Mike Shanahan. Mm-hmm. I think Shanahan did deserve to go in before Vermeil. They're both Hall of Famers. Yes. Dick Vermeil, as we it says here, took two teams from worst to first, basically. And he won a Super Bowl with the Rams and was the the mind behind the greatest show on turf. So wow, look at this real quick. Tony Baselli. Um he was only limited to 91 games because of shoulder injuries in his career, but he was selected to five Pro Bowls and was one of four tackles chosen for the all-decade team of the 90s. Look at this. This is impressive right here. In his career. He only allowed 15 and a half sacks and only had 11 career holding penalties. That's pretty Garrett, good. Garrett Bowles had 11 in like a span of six games. This guy <laughs> only had it in his whole career. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Pretty damn good. But I mean, Leroy Butler, he deserves it. Like I said, he had 38 career interceptions, 20 career sacks, 13 forced fumbles. Uh, he went to two consecutive Super Bowls, only winning one. Ah, guess the other one that he lost, Broncos. Could have had been two, but that's what happens when you guys get big-headed. <clears throat> Cam Newton could have had one too. But wow, <laughs> what? Just calling out the teams that were cocky and why they lost. But no, there are some guys that are deserving. But it's I don't know. I guess it's not up to me, not up to you, not up to Leslie for voting. But I guess we'll see next year who gets it in. That's I'll tell you what, if they give me a Hall of Fame vote, watch out. I'm voting for nobody. I'm going in the Hall of Fame. It's number one fan. I mean, there's there's a lot of snubs out there that should go. I, in, we'll again, see. we talked about this with baseball. Yeah, oh God, it's a yeah. museum. It is. Can you tell the history of the game without these players and coaches? No. Yes. Then they don't deserve to be in. No? Then they deserve to be in. Well, clearly the history of the NFL, Tom Brady deserves to go in because well, his he speaks for himself. But yeah, well, overrated. He'll be okay. <laughs> well, let's go on to the next one. <laughs> Eric, if you say he's overrated, you're high as a you're high as a kite. He's probably the greatest player to ever play in the league. I've seen better. Well, well okay. I love being sassy. Moving on. I, I know. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Now for the NFL honors, thoughts on winners of awards. We have here Aaron Rodgers, who wins MVP. Cooper Cup, who wins Offensive Player of the Year. T.J. Watt, who wins Defensive Player of the Year. Joe Burrow wins Comeback Player of the Year. Jamar Chase, who wins the Award of Offensive Rookie of the Year. Micah Parsons wins Defensive Rookie of the Year. And Andrew Whitworth wins Walter Payton Man of the Year. 
I say that all those guys are pretty deserving, especially I would have been really upset if Parsons and Chase didn't win their rookie awards of the year. Oh, for sure. Especially uh, I mean, Micah Parsons, what he did, his numbers for an inside linebacker are just really mind boggling. Yeah. Oh, for fifth, sure. Fifth, or uh, hold he on. He, he will, he's not an inside linebacker. He's a pass rusher. But his, but his, how many sacks he had for a rookie? Yeah, damn and good. To be fair, he made that Cowboys defense way better, way better. And then Jamar Chase, just, I mean, man, him and Joe Burrow's chemistry speaks for itself. You know, yeah. helped him ride all the way to the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, T.J. Watt deserves it because he flew twenty-two tied, and a half sacks, twenty-two and a half sacks, tied Mike Strahan for the most. Burrow deserves comeback player of the year after a devastating. Yeah, and those of you who think Dak Prescott, where the hell is he? Like, he had pretty, a few good games. Pretty Boy. sure he's playing golf right now while Joe Burrow's getting ready for the Super Bowl. Suck it, Dallas. <laughs> now, Cooper Cooper Cup, Cup does clearly deserves offensive player of the year no yeah no you don't get 1900 yards receiving lead the league in receiving yards receptions touchdowns 147 catches 1964 yards 16 touchdowns and if you look at those stats he led receptions by like 20 he led yards by nearly 400 yards more than the next person and touchdowns he led if they're If there was a voter that voted outside of one person besides cup, who are you voting for? And you're an idiot. Yeah. And then Aaron Rodgers, he clearly deserved MVP. I mean, without him, the Packers are terrible. Well, yeah. As we saw when Jordan love played the one game for him. Oh God. Their offense only scored seven points. (laughs) I will say this about Aaron Rodgers: You might've won four MVPs. You know what his playoff record is? 11 and 10. You know what his playoff record is against the Niners? Oh, and four. Yeah. You want to know, you want to know something funny? You know what the, the Niners record is after they beat Aaron Rodgers? What's that? Oh, and four. Interesting. So suck it, Niners. You're trash. Back into the bottom of the barrel where you belong. <laughs> I hate the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the one that I, f- I forgot to put it in the rundown there. Sorry, Leslie. But uh, coach of the year going to Mike Vrabel. I'm okay with it. Derek I'm not. is not. I'm not. Uh, Mike Vrabel, granted, yeah, you did a good job getting number one seed. But guess what? You blew it, and you were one and done. But, Derek, here's the thing with the voting. It cuts off at the end of the season. You can't put the playoffs into perspective with it. I know, but I still think it should have went to Zach Taylor. <sighs> I, in the regular season, because, because Mike Vrabel was the better coach. With all the in, hold on, hold on. With all the injuries that the Titans had to deal with, they were still the number one seed. They only had their starting receivers for like six games. Derrick Henry missed ten games. But as you said, with Dak Prescott, where are the Titans right now, Eric? Uh, again, <laughs> what happened during the regular season? Joe Burrow won Comeback Player <laughs> of the Year when he threw for a thousand yards in two games. Yeah, I guess you're right. Whatever. No, 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 no. Eric wins. Moving on. <laughs> Eric wins, right, Leslie? Right, right, right. Yep. Moving on. around the horn. Moving on. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> Moving on. No more. <laughs>
I'm doing around the horn. God, I, it's been a while since I've watched it. We should do that. Do, 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 do sound effect yeah. Leslie, Leslie point. gets points for how many, <laughs> gives us points for how many points we make or we get owned. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Okay. All right, more on our NFL news. OBJ says he'd take a pay cut to stay with LA. Thoughts on this? Yeah, he says that now, but let's see if he actually sticks to it. Mm, no. I think I he. I, 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 really I don't believe. Actually, I don't I believe think, him. I believe him. I don't. Well, look at what he's done with LA. He's he's, he's a, understood. He's not the number one receiver. He's a selfish, arrogant punk, and I don't believe. Oh him. my God, Derek! <laughs> shut up. <laughs> he is. No, he's not. He's happy right now because he's on a good team and he's getting. But after, can you blame Bowl, him? After he gets the Super Bowl, possibly, Derek, and he gets they more didn't money. use him in Cleveland. I'd want out, too. But He's now, a good receiver. All right, say they win the Super Bowl and the Rams pay him and he starts whining next year. Then what? If he starts whining because he doesn't get receptions, he needs to understand where he is on the roster. Then he I think he yards, does yeah. that here because they, they use him well. Cup well, they, is the number one guy. Well, clearly. Now, now here's the thing. I don't think the Rams need him next year because they're going to get Robert Woods back. Uh-huh. They don't really need him. And that if rookie Van Jefferson's to... a good third wide. He's not a rookie. Vance Jefferson? Yeah, no. he is. He was a rookie last year. Oh, God. Years went by that quick. Well, anyway. gets another point. Around the horn. But anyways, yeah, yeah, Vance Jefferson, yeah, Woods, Cup, and Jefferson. There's your three wideouts. I agree. So I don't think they need him. If, no. if he's okay being the second, third, and fourth option for the Rams, because he's not going to be number one, What's... then great. I think he's I think he's kind of proven he's willing to be a team player. All right. And the Browns just were stupid with him. It was before a bad we... fit for the Browns. Last question I ask you before we move to the next one. Um, reasonable contract you'd give him then? What he's making now. 1.25 mil a year. One year, one year, what? Five mil, four mil? Uh, give him the security of maybe two or three years. Two-year contract? Two-year contract, you make 1.25 mil a year. OBJ is also stupid. He took his salary from the Rams in Bitcoin, and Bitcoin stock has dropped. Big time. So he's only making like 30000 a year right now. Yeah, that sucks. But, all right, I agree. If he comes back at that, take him. But if not, then go elsewhere, OBJ. Fine. Yeah, go somewhere else. Let Devontae mm. Adams come to the Rams. <laughs> Man, wouldn't that be something? That's not going to happen because they can't afford to pay him. But could you imagine? Cup, Woods, Devontae. Oh, man. Look out. Yeah. All right. Last one. We're, we're cutting Leslie up. We're not really cutting her off, but she's waiting. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm good. All right. Lastly, Kyler Murray deletes all pictures of the Arizona Cardinals off his Insta. And the Cardinals, in response, uh, delete Kyler Murray off their social media. Yeah, what's going on? There's got to be something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about between him and Kingsbury and the, uh, the owner and the organization. What's happening? I think he wants to get paid. You think? I think this is a ploy to say, hey, I want money. What if they're like, no, and they, uh, they want to trade him? They'd be stupid. He's the only reason they're okay this year. I agree, but... Now, I will say this. Murray, the last two years, has missed key games with ankle injuries. Yes, he's... 
And after he comes back from those injuries, his mobility is dropped tenfold each time. And that's the reason why their offense kind of falters. Yeah. Here's a question though, Derek. mm -hmm. If you're the Cardinals, you've got next year's his fourth year, I believe, right? Yes. Then and, and you can then you can pick up his fifth year option. Then you can pick up that. his fifth year option. All of the play in this is in the Cardinals' side. They mm. don't have to do anything. They don't. So I, I do like how petty the Cardinals are. Like, okay, fine, you take us off your Insta, we're gonna take you off our Insta. It's so petty. It's so petty, and I love it. It's like a like a freaking high school couple. <laughs> Oh yeah, you want to delete pictures of me? All right, I'm gonna put up pictures with I, with this guy. I, then I understand where Murray's coming from, but he doesn't have the the one the pedigree to back up what he's doing. The Cardinals haven't done anything. No, and two, you've been injured two years and it's hurt your team. You have also the Cliff one... Kingsbury's a terrible coach. There you, go. you had the number one seed at ten and two, and you finished eleven and seven. That's not very good, Kyler. You want to get paid? You should have won the remaining games on your schedule. You should have won the division, and they didn't. Should have won the division, and you should be in the Super Bowl right now, but you're not. I I actually never thought they were going to be in the Super Bowl. Oh, I didn't either, but. You know who is in the Super Bowl? Yes, I know, Eric. Rams. (laughs) The Rams! Okay. (laughs) I'm funny. That's another point. Round the horn. Oh, my God. Okay, and in other news, James Harden whines and complains his way to another trade. Meanwhile, Ben Simmons heads to Brooklyn and Harden goes to Philadelphia. I'm really over James Harden. Okay, so this is this is the breakdown of the trade. Brooklyn gets Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, a 2022 first-round pick, a 2027 first-round pick. Philadelphia 76ers get Paul Millsap, James Harden. That's the trade. And yes, did you say Seth Curry? Too? Seth Curry, yes. So I am going to say this right now about James Harden. James Harden is a whiny little. Yeah, agree. There's no other way to put it, but that's exactly what he is. I'm so sick of him. And I, I don't I even like too. basketball, and I'm sick of him. But seriously, I like how his comment when he came out, oh, I'm not going to say anything publicly because I don't want backlash. Really? That's that's why you didn't want to come out publicly and say you wanted to trade because you didn't want backlash from the media or your fans. But now that you are traded, you are getting the backlash and the hate anyways. Well, if he has any fans left. But seriously, you freaking Ben Simmons for James Harden. I would not make that trade. I don't get that. Honestly, if I'm Brooklyn and James Harden wants out after he demanded that they trade for him, fine. I'll take Ben Simmons over you in a heartbeat. Real quick, another surprising trade. Christoph Porzingis gets traded from the Mavericks to the Washington Wizards. Very surprising there. Did not see that. I mean, even well, Porzingis he demanded was, a trade, what, two months ago? Yeah, and he was only in Dallas for, though, like a year, year and a half. And I was like, you're playing with Luka Doncic. Why would you want to be traded? I don't get that. Everybody wants to be the star, man. 
I guess, but I was just really, really surprised about that. Uh, Serge Ibaka got traded from, which was kind of surprising. Actually, goes to a better team. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to look. Uh, no, really, other surprising trades. Oh, uh, actually, no, another surprising trade here. CJ McCollum being traded from the Trailblazers to the New Orleans Pelicans. How about that? Damian Lillard's sidekick is now gone. Well, they never played well together. No, they, they but, both ones. Bofa wanted to be Bofa. the star. And Portland's star is Damian Lillard. So shut up, McCollum. Another one here, the Los Angeles Clippers dumping Eric Bledsoe Justin, and Justin Winslow to the Trailblazers. And they got Robert Covington and Norman Powell in return. So wasn't Bledsoe just on the uh, box last year? Yeah, and he now is traded to the Trailblazers. <laughs> that might be a good fit for him. So, I mean, those trades happen, but clearly the biggest one of the day is the one we already talked about, but I just, yeah, I don't get, I just don't get it. And how about everybody freaking out? The Los Angeles Lakers couldn't land a deal for Russ and Russell Westbrook. They tried to trade him, but they couldn't. Well, and they're stuck. It was such now. a stupid trade to begin with. Why I did you get him? I love it though. I love it. And, and do what's even do. It's even more funnier. I saw a video clip the other day of Russell Westbrook having the ball behind the three-point line, and you hear all the fans in L.A. No! Yelling, yelling no. And as soon as he shot it, guess what happened? Bam. Off the rim, came back out, and you hear everybody just start booing. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll say this about the Lakers. LeBron James, good player. Not a good GM. No, you don't want to listen to him. No. Clearly, he doesn't know what he's doing. Nope, Anthony Davis, stupid. yeah, that was a smart trade. Russell Westbrook, not smart. Yeah, nope. Especially all those assets that you traded to get him. Oof, man, does that look bad now? <laughs> so dumb, so dumb. The, the assets and the players that you traded to get him, just yeah, exactly, looks, looks eh, so stupid. Trade him to OKC. There you go. Trade him back. I'm sure they welcome him with open arms. Oh, that's awesome. All right, then let's head into some stats of the week. Yeah, buddy. All right, Derek, uh, you said you got four? I do got four, so I will go first. All right, here's my first one for today. Most field goals made in a single postseason in NFL history. Eric, can you name the top three kickers? Oh, in, in postseason history? In postseason history, yep. And they're all – I'll give you a clue. It's from 2006 up until now. Justin Tucker. Eh. Ooh, nope. okay. Let's see. Um, you give up uh, Crosby? Mason? Nope. No? No. Uh, Robbie Gould? No. Jesus. You give am, up? I, am, I, am I going too new? No, you're you're no, you're kind of on the right pace. Oh man, the kickers! I just all right. Here, here's the oh, Zerline, Greg Zerline. Nope, no. Okay, I have no, I have no goddamn clue. The leader in 2006, Adam Vinatieri with 14. Ah, Come on, that should have been a given. He's Mister Automatic. (laughs) Number two, 2021, Evan McPherson with 12 from the Bengals. 2015, Brandon McManus with the Broncos with 10. 
Those are your most. Oh, kicks. I was going overall. I did. I I misread. I misunderstood you. No, mo- in a postseason. Okay. I, I thought you meant. I thought you meant like overall in their career. So you got Vinatieri, McPherson, McManus. Those are your top three kickers in NFL history. Oh, no, good. Look what it's gotten the Broncos made. so far. Well, in 2015, it helped. Yeah, this is what six years ago, home seven years ago now. Yeah, pretty much. But McPherson, how about that with 12? He gets two. Uh, he gets two tomorrow. He'll tie Adam Vinatieri. Dude, one of my stats right here tells me who the most of the. Right, right here. Here's another crazy stat. The lowest price for a Super Bowl ticket right now is. Do you guys have a guess? Leslie. Four thousand six hundred eighty-five. That suck. was one of my stats. <laughs> On to the next one. <laughs> it's actually lowered to a three thousand. Right here in the preseason, the Rams had a ten percent chance to make the Super Bowl, but the Bengals were looking at a zero point four chance of making the Super Bowl in the preseason. How about that? Just tells you that you got to play well in the postseason. Look at and look where those both those teams are now, waiting to play tomorrow. Right here, look at this. This is crazy right here. Since 2000, there have been nine trades involving multiple first-round picks being exchanged for a player, and the Rams account for two: Matthew Stafford, Jalen Ramsey. Yes, they are only the second team to make the Super Bowl with such players. Parentheses: 2002 Buccaneers with Keyshawn Johnson. Stafford was the 10th Stafford was the 10th quarterback acquired for multiple first rounders in the common draft era. And his three playoff wins are as many as the other nine had combined on that team. Wow. He also is the first to make the Super Bowl. How about that? Matthew Stafford just man. And here's one more Rams. Receiver Odell Beckham Jr. is coming off his only 100-yard receiving outing in his past 34 games. His six receiving touchdowns with the Rams, including the playoffs, are tied for second most by a player with a team that he joined during the season. He could tie Amari Cooper, the Raiders and Cowboys, for the most if he catches one on Sunday. Wow. That's pretty good. That. Pretty good. And uh, those are my – oh, man. And here's one – wait, one more. I lied. I swear to God, if you take one of my stats. Nope. Number of starting quarterbacks since 1992. Green Bay Packers, two. Cleveland Browns, 31. That's a lot. (laughs) Eric, that was 30 years ago. Packers have had two. Browns have had as many core has had 31 in 30 years. Okay. All right. There you go. There's my stats for the week. So my first one is a doozy. It's about baseball because, you know, there's nothing baseball on, so they deserve some kind of clout here. Max Scherzer. They're on strike. His first season was 2008. Picket fences out. He has led the league in strikeouts since 2002, but his first year was in 2008. To put that – and he's led ever since – and strikeouts. Yes. So every season, every season since 2002. How's that overall? Possible? He's led. The, he's got the most strikeouts. How's that possible? All right. When he started in 08, he started in 08. Max has 3,020 career strikeouts. That mm. means since he started in 2008, he has 3,020 Ks. Duh. But it also means that if you go back as far as 2002, he still had the most strikeouts to that point. 3,020. 
This wow. means since 2002, no players had more than 3,200 strikeouts. Mm. That's how good Max Scherzer is. He's he's a damn good pitcher. He is a damn good pitcher. He, he really is. Just wish the Rockies had him. But he was a Diamondback, by the way. He sure of was. The top 100 2022 high school recruits in college football, over half of them have committed to an SEC school. No surprise there. So the SEC has 52 recruits. Big 10, 17. ACC, 12. Big 12, 7. Pac-12, 7. SWAC, the SWAC, 2. (laughs) Undecided, 2 and 1 went to Notre Dame. Wow. All right. Notre Dame get no love. <laughs> no, for good reason. Anywho. <laughs> Derek, I got a Detroit Lions one for you. Oh, boy. Detroit Lions wide receiver Marvin Jones has been Ju- in the NFL since 2012, uh-huh. but he has never fumbled. I know. He has the most receptions in NFL history without a fumble at 496. That's damn good. That's pretty good. Do it's another. Uh, how about uh, another one? I'm, I'm sure I did a few uh, episodes back, but how uh, Larry Fitzgerald has more career tackles and career drops in his career. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that is damn impressive. This tells you how many interceptions his QBs have thrown. Moving on. That's uh, Cardinals oh. suck. Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant only played a total of how many 16 games? games? 16 games. On the nets. Yeah. Screw you, James Harden. Also, Kyrie Irving is the punk too, but oh, we do what? not need to talk about no. him. He is just he's a POS, okay? I'll put it that way in polite terms. Without also, swearing. yeah, polite. <laughs> polite, um, yeah. <laughs> this one's a little sketchy for me. In all three of the Bengals playoff games, the last pass thrown by the opposing QB was an INT. Could that be a sign of things to come? Dun, nope, go Rams. <laughs> nope, go Rams. All right, that's all I got. Okay. Hey, some good, some good knowledge, especially that Max Serger one. It's just, it goes to show you how dominant of a pitcher he is. It goes to tell you how, I almost swore there, how, te- <laughs> how terrible the rest of the league has been. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Oh, I love it. (laughs) All right, let's head into our favorite segment, Louis Lounge. Before that, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Go Rams. All right, welcome. Will you stop with the go Rams? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Rewind. No, no, I'm sorry to cut you off, but go ahead. Welcome back to the Whack Hour. Ramcast, baby. Right. Ramcast. The Rams Lounge? All right. This is not Rams Lounge. <laughs> Let's go. Come on. First story Greg Robinson, ex NFL player, ar- allegedly arrested for possessing 120K worth of drugs. Wasn't he already arrested for this? You know, for weed. Well, arrested again. Speaking no, of Rams, he, he, he didn't learn his Rams. lesson, obviously. Well, no, Eric, previously he was arrested for having so many ounces of, of weed. Now he yeah. has over 120K worth of just random drugs. D- 
dude. Well, he so he was drafted by the Rams and they traded him to Cleveland and then he got cut from Cleveland because of what he was doing, right? Because of the because of the weed, yes. Oh yeah, what's 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 the deets you got about this, Leslie? About this this idiot. So it says he was arrested again, as we know, since he'd been arrested uh, before for possession of 120k worth of illegal drugs. According to the Louisiana Police Department, he was pulled over on Monday at around 12 a.m. for a routine traffic stop and obviously confiscated 120k worth of drugs he was in possession of. Uh, just just throw him in jail for the rest of his life. I mean, seriously, and... he didn't learn his lesson the first time. He's not going to learn it the, the second time if you just slap it, you know, give him a slap on the wrist. So clearly he's trying to make money since he probably blew all of his NFL earnings away. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't be selling drugs if you still had millions of dollars in your bank. Not unless you're just really greedy and stupid like he is. Uh-huh. But... Yeah. It says really here, happens. also, we got a few other details here. It says a police canine smelled an odor of drugs coming from his vehicle as they found cocaine, uh, crack, and much other things which he wow. had in his car. Wow. Crack. What, a, what a crackhead. Robinson, you're yeah. a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> you're a crackhead and you're getting talked crap about right now because you're an idiot. That's all I got to say. Moving on. On to our next story. Alvin Kamara arrested Speaking for battery in Vegas and allegedly beat up a person at the club. Speaking of crackheads and idiots, here's another You know what else is really stupid? They let him play in the Pro Bowl, then arrested him. Jeez. Or they arrested him, let him play in the Pro Bowl, and then uh, oh, charged him. I might him. also have another story uh, kind of add into a kind of a quick one about the Super Bowl. Uh, Roger Goodell. Um what were you thinking? That's all I got to say. If you knew about uh, this, which I don't know if he did. No, I have no, no idea. It has to be about the halftime Super Bowl performance. Snoop Dogg no, no, was allegedly no, 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 uh, I'm saying. I'm no, no, no. I'm talking about the Kamara one. If, if, I don't want to talk about no Snoop Dogg right now. We're talking about Kamara. Yeah, I'm just, wow, Snoop Dogg is awesome. I'm just saying. Snoop. Yeah, I do too. But I'm just saying if, if Goodell knew about this and let him play, shame on you, Goodell. But if you didn't, then I guess it's kind of out of your hands. But no, I guess what is it? He punched a dude eight times. Yeah, and like the video showed, like uh-huh. no, like he must have said something to him. Uh, Derek, we talk about this all the time. You're in the public eye. Don't be stupid, stupid. And especially you're there for Pro Bowl weekend. Everybody's gonna probably be out. Players and everyone's gonna be out that weekend, probably hoping to run into you and I don't know, meet you, sign autographs, have a drink with you, and yet. People and of course, if people are going to see you, what are they going to do? They're going to Snapchat, Insta, and all that other crap mm-hmm. to say, "Oh, look who I met tonight." And clearly, guy must have said really something, probably really disrespectful. I'm guessing to Kamara, and he kicked the crap out of him. Which, granted, God knows what the guy said to him, but Kamara, you got to be smarter about it, man. You got to learn to just walk away because uh-huh. this is kind of just out of his character. I did, I wouldn't really expect to see him do this kind of stuff, but. I don't know. Maybe more details will come out about it, but like you said, Eric, you're in the public eye. Just just be smarter about it. Don't be dumb. Don't be stupid, bro. Yeah, don't be dumb. That's all I got to say about it. <laughs> all right. On to our next story. NFL's Anthony Harris takes a young fan to a daddy-daughter dance after her father's death. How about that, huh? 
There's a feel-good story, Eric. Oh, there's someone who's not a crackhead. <laughs> yeah, there's someone who's a good guy. All right, yeah, what's 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 what do you got about this one? So Philadelphia Eagles safety Anthony Harris just made an 11-year-old fan's dream come true when he escorted her to her daddy-daughter dance in Texas after her father passed away last year. Mm. That's, that sucks. But That's sad, but good for the... That's very sad, but Anthony Harris, awesome for you, man, to find... I don't know how he, he, I, he... Did someone reach out to him, or did he just randomly just find it? Does it say? Yeah, so the fan she lost both her dad and her grandpa... So oh, her mother God. reached out to the safety in hopes of having him step in to escort her to the school event. Oh, that's awesome. So the mom reached out and he said, yeah, sure, I'll be there. And he t- and he took her to the dance. Mm-hmm. Anthony Harris, good on you, buddy. You get, I mean, you do something like that to go out of your way and go do that for, for a young girl like that, especially, God, that's horrible after what happened to her. That's that's awesome. And mm-hmm. I praise I praise you for that, man. And you're a good dude. Even though you play for the Eagles, but that's that's a, that's okay because I don't I do like the Eagles, but overall it's it's awesome, man. That's all. That's it's a good story to hear. Eagles just confuse me because we we'll dive into that in the off season. They're just they're confusing. They're confusing, but at least Anthony Harris is not confusing, and he's not an idiot like the two previous guys. <laughs> Which, speaking of idiots, we have one more, Leslie. Oh yeah, our last idiot of the day. <laughs> NFL's DeShazer Everett arrested, charged with a voluntary manslaughter over fatal car crash. Oh my God! Yeah, what? Do you, let's hear this. Let's hear what's what's going on with this. So he's been arrested after allegedly being in a fatal uh, car crash this in December. Mm. Oh no. Says here that officials have revealed that Everett was going over twice the posted speed limit of 45 before he crashed his Nissan GTR into killing his his girlfriend Olivia Peters. Oh my God! You're a young I, you're a young safety. You're in the NFL. You have a lot of money, and then you go out for a joyride speeding and you kill your girlfriend. But look. Oh boy. There's nothing more inherently dangerous that we do every day than driving. drive. Yes. Don't take it lightly. Take it serious. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't like go, you can't hop into the car and be like, well, I'm going to, I could probably die today. You, you can't do that or else you'll <laughs> never drive again. Seriously. But you've got to be careful. You can't be going. What eighty and a forty-five? Which he is, said he's going twice over, so he's probably going between eighty and ninety or ninety, like ninety. Yeah, and his, probably going ninety. Uh, it sucks. Like, does it? Does it say he was ruined he, his life? He ru- he killed somebody, and he's never gonna. He's gonna go to jail for the rest of his life. He's going to the jail for the rest. Of, yeah, he killed his girlfriend yeah. for God's sake. It said here he turned himself in on Tuesday afternoon and remained in custody on a ten thousand uh, secure bond. Yeah, he, he, played. he did turn himself in. Good. Oh, good for him. Well, oh, good. Maybe his conscience finally kicked him in his ass and told him to go of turn course, himself he in. His girlfriend for all things. But I mean, when it comes to, does it say there was he? Did they do any tests on him? Was anything found or intoxication? Anything or no? 
I don't. I don't uh, think there was. I think he just was just being reckless and just crashed. Yeah, it lost says control. it continues to be under investigation. Mm, okay. Um. Well, granted, just like you said, Eric, we, we we all take a risk every day when you just be careful about it. And clearly, he wasn't. He's probably speeding, trying to show off, and it cost him. You know, as somebody dear to his heart, their life, and it's it's sad. Mm-hmm. It's just. Ugh, it sucks. God d- damn it. What a downer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks, Leslie. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Leslie. I'm sorry. I don't want to be no Debbie Downer, but... Freaking good, good news week. bear. Let's give her some honey. <laughs> good God. <laughs> All right. Or I'll yeah, give let's you move- good news for this one. What's that? The avalanche. Yeah! Let's talk about them. Oh, well, first things first, go Rams. But uh, yeah, the abs are they, go abs. Go abs, go Rams. That rhymes. That's beautiful. Derek is out. Eric made Derek quit. Every <laughs> segment, every segment today, you've like, but wait, I'm like, what? Go Rams. <laughs> no, that, right, that should we... have been our sponsorship of um, commercial, but go Rams. <laughs> All right, real quick, but, Eric. How, but how first, go Rams and a word from our sponsor. Stop. <laughs> no, how about them? 70 points. And how about, man, what uh, that game against the Lightning? They what just a had. game. It was Three a fun to two. game. Three to two. And a lot of people are saying possibly Stanley Cup preview. Maybe. Oof, I would keep an eye out on Florida Maybe. Panthers. But how about that, though? Three to two, huh? Three to two. Mm-hmm. Avs are 33, 8, and 4 in 45 games this year. 21, 2, and 2 at home. The last time they lost at home in regulation was October. Hello. How about this? Shots. Avalanche 47, Tampa Bay 38. Dude, they had 24 shots in the first, first period. period. <laughs> yeah. When they had that many in the first period, I was like, oh, man. I'm like. Oh, are they going to come off rusty after that loss of Phoenix nope. and the break? And I'm like, nope, there they are. 24 shots. Hello. Well, and the reason Tampa Bay kept it close is because they're Tampa. They're a damn good hockey team. Well, not to and mention like, their goalie is just. Dude, Vasilevsky is amazing. Vasilevsky is just a phenomenal goaltender. But guess what, Derek? He lost. He lost. He had 44 saves. Uh, but guess what? Out of 47 shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. But, uh. I want to look at the rest of the NHL here, Derek. This is a very qu- interesting stat in the Western real, Conference here. Real quick, 70 points, 33, 8, and 4. I said that already. But that's just... <sighs> Shut them off. No, Shut, them off. To, Shut them no, off. Shut them off. Just to emphasize that, though. Shut them off. Shut them off. They still don't have double-digit losses. Okay, that is something I have not said. Good job, Derek. Damn. Anywho... <laughs> Looking at the NHL here, yes, the top eight teams mm-hmm. in which conference? The, the league. Oh, the league overall. Gotcha. So the Avs are point wise number one. The yeah. next seven are Eastern Conference teams: Florida, Tampa, Carolina, <laughs> Pittsburgh, Rangers, Toronto, Washington, Nashville, and, and Nash- Minnesota are the ninth and tenth tenth best team. The Avs have ten. More points 
than their division rivals and the next team in the Western Conference. And they've got two games in hand on Nashville. Uh, real quick. No, Minnesota uh, sucks when they've got 42 games. Real quick, how about Edmonton them. and Montreal firing their coaches? Edmonton needs to fire their GM or they're not yes. going to win. And they won't because he's they, they love him for some reason. But yeah, they really have a hard on for him, yeah. But uh, <laughs> the abs are rolling, man. I have an yes. interesting stat, but Derek, I, I need to go do something real quick. You keep talking. Vamp, vamp. Vamp. All right. I mean, this team, it, I, I honestly thought they were going to be rusty when they came back from the break, but they didn't. And they have the Dallas Stars tomorrow. Thank God. The game's at noon, not at 430. So we'll be able to watch the Avalanche tomorrow. It's not interfering with the Super Bowl. Oh, so that's God. good. Good vamp. We know, so, Jeremy, we were talking about that earlier. I was yeah. just saying that. We'll be able to watch the game tomorrow and it doesn't interfere with the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I have an interesting stat from a betting website in Canada called moneypuck.com. Moneypuck. This was before the All-Star break, by the way. Moneypuck. Uh, Moneypuck. Who do you think in the Western Conference has the best odds to reach the Stanley Cup? Moneypuck. Moneypuck. Money. Puck. Wait, repeat the question again. Done. Who oh. has the best odds in the Western Conference to reach the Stanley Cup? Avalanche. Nope. Vegas. Nope. St. Louis. Nope. Nashville. Nope. The Yotes. Nope. The Yotes. Yes. Yeah, Derek. It's the Coyotes. I don't know. The Wild. They Why? Have, they have better odds on. I don't. No, they suck. Uh, they're pretty good, actually. No, but they're they're third with 59 points. Here's the thing. The wild are like the abs a few years ago. If you play them tough and physical, they win or they lose. They're mm. they're a they're a speed team and they've got one really good player in Kaprizov. Also, I'm on the wild's website right now. They have this is their slogan. This is the state of hockey. Shut up. What have you won in your damn lives? You can't win in football. You can't win in basketball. You can't win in hockey. You can't win in soccer because nobody wants to go to Minnesota. All right? It's Shut too, up. It's too cold. It's too cold. I, it's dude, not I a, it's, almost just swore so it's, bad right it's there. Too, it's too cold. It's, uh, but what, what was the slogan again? This is the state of hockey. I'll say it for you. Minnesota. <laughs> um, but, uh, dude, the Avs are rolling, and they got three tough games this week coming up. Like you said, Dallas on Sunday. Dallas again, but it's at home on Tuesday, and then Vegas. How about I, this? You see I, will be Vegas? At that, I will be at that game on Tuesday. Oh, nice. You'll have to take some photos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, if they lose, you can't go back, by the way. But uh, – I won't. <laughs> Do you know what Vegas is doing? Why? So in order to bring state Jack, hockey, state hockey, in order to bring uh, Jack, that's Eichel, so dumb. Why would you put that? I can't get that. I mean, to be now. fair, Minnesota's probably the you biggest can't win hockey a basketball. State. You just went off. Um, <laughs> anywho. Vegas is trying. Vegas Vegas is going to bring Jack Eichel off of IR soon. Yes, I saw that. They have to clear eleven million dollars in cap space. But you know what they're going to do? Mark Stone's hurt. 
they're going to put him on the injured list, long-term mm-hmm. IR, so that gets rid of his salary, bring mm-hmm. Jack Eichel back, and then Stone will be ready for the postseason, like the Lightning did. It's pretty smart. I It's smart, but I hate it. You hate it? Why? If you could do that, why wouldn't you just – if your star player – like if you have a really good player – so let's say Miko Rantanen. Mm-hmm. Miko. hurt. You put him on long-term IR – and then they'll bring them back for the postseason, but then they'll be over the salary cap. How is that fair? It's not. It's dumb. Tampa Bay did it last year. Well, it's yeah. Dumb and the that's NHL why, that's why, that's why they, they won the Stanley Cup. It. <laughs> it's dumb and they need to look at it. Also, Vegas has 59 points, so they're trash. Along with the Wild. The Wild do scare me a little bit, but the Avs have beaten them pretty, pretty good this season. State of hockey. Shove it, Minnesota. <laughs> but no, like you said, we got they got down, those games. The Sabers, very winnable next weekend. Mm-hmm. Bruins, Red Wings, Jets, Golden Knights. I mean, the, speaking of the Bruins, did you see Marchand get suspended for six games? Games, yeah, well, yeah, because he just he swung at a dude's head with his stick. Stick, yeah. A goalie. See- it was a goalie, right? So I was getting ready to say, I was like, did you see what he did? I did. Like, hello. Should have he been deserves, longer than He that. deserves more than six games. If that was oh, Kadri, that was Kadri, he'd be done for the season. Oh, he'd be done for the season. Which and is unfair. And so unfair. season. Oh, yeah. He would be. He would be. He'd be gone. They'd be like, yep, yeah, bye. <laughs> ha. Dallas isn't in the wild card for the NHL. Suck it, Dallas. But overall... Avalanche, just keep winning. They're damn good, and they're going to keep winning. Hell yeah! I'm March. They might, you know, March is going to be rough. They've got, mm-hmm. they've got a lot of games on the road on the East Coast. Do you yes. know in March the Wild have a nine-game homestand? Nine, nine. Damn, it's a lot of the home Wild games. are pretty good at home, so you're going to have to stay good because they they might make up some points. They might fall off. Who knows? They could, but they won't. Gloves. We will see. Yeah. Go Avs! I can say that with you. Oh, God. Getting ready to start another one. Here it comes. This next sponsor brought to you by, or this next segment brought to you by, come on, Eric. Where is it? Leslie's got to lead us in. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) On to our next segment with some basketball with the Nuggets. Nuggets are still kind of there, man. I mean, Where is it, Eric? I just, I, I'm not going to do it. Well, there you go. That's a first. <laughs> he will. Yeah. The, well, of course he will. But anyways, yes, they uh, they lost to the Celtics last night. Mm-hmm. 108 to 102 in Boston. Um, Boston. Jokic did it again. Leading scorer. No surprise there. Had a triple-double. 23 points, 16 rebounds, 11 assists. Shot got- 9 of 20. But he shot nine of 20 from the field last night. Jokic has 15 triple doubles. What? 15, 15, but like I said, nine of 20 he shot from the field. Three of 10 from three. Oosh, not one of his good shooting performances, nah. but they – um, I don't know what to think of this team. They're five games over 500. They're currently 30 and 25. They're – what are they? Sixth right now? Mm-hmm. They're five, sitting in the sixth seed. Six seed. They're five behind Utah. Um, they're better than LA, which is great. 
Suck it, L.A. Both <laughs> L.A.s. Both. <laughs> and guess who they're above, too? Eric. Minnesota. Minnesota. Suck it, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I think about the Nuggets is go Rams. But uh, well, <laughs> I got him, Leslie. I got him. There it is. So done with us. There he you go. Just, oh, yeah. he, was, he was just bait. He was just bait me, and he's just like whipped out the fish. Oh, there it is. I'm just wheeling it in. There he is. I got him. Yeah, I was. I was just like toying with you, little, little bobber on the top of the lake, and all of a sudden, I got him with the hook. Um, but uh. I think they're really banking on Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. coming back. Well, clearly they didn't make any trades. So <laughs> I think they're really counting on both those guys to come back. Cause if not, you figure that they would have made a trade, but no, they, they just stood their ground and stayed put. I guess they're going to, well, and they write... signed a boogie cousins to another 10 day. And I'm like, just sign them for the rest of the season. Exactly. You need just, to just like, sign them the rest of the year. You what need what would it hurt? Some... Well, yeah. Cause we, they traded your boy away. Bull, 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 go Rams, bull. Bull, go Rams, go bull. <laughs> but anyways, they need a backup to Jokic, and yeah, like you said, sign Cousins for the rest of the year so he can back them up. Yeah. Um, looking at their schedule, they play today at five thirty at the Raptors, which eh, could be tough. Toronto's thirty-one and twenty-three. The Monday they play the Magic. You should win that. Thank you. Hope Magic suck. Wednesday should be tough though. They play the Warriors. And then they got the Kings back-to-back at uh, Sacramento. Then they're hosting them, and then they're at the Trailblazers to finish off the month. So, honestly, the Magic, the Kings, and the Trailblazers game, those four right there are, are, are winnable. The Raptors and the Warriors, I think, are, are could be tough ones. So there's there should be four wins coming out of their next six games, I think. You'd hope. You would hope. But Jamal Murray needs to come back because if not – Man, this team's gonna struggle. Uh, another thing that could hey, who is that? None of your business. Who got right back there? But um, I think another thing they noticed is Gary Harris, former Nugget, the Magic might buy out his contract, so he may possibly have her uh, be reunited here in Denver, possibly here soon. So that's something to keep your eye on. He may possibly be on his way back to Denver. Okay. So other than that, though, ish. I don't know. They just need. They're, to get they're inconsistent, but they're still five over five hundred. They're five over, so. but they, if they can get another like another five game winning streak like they previously on, they'll, they'll be in good shape. And they just got to get healthy. If they can get healthy, hence like the Avalanche did, I think they'll be in good shape. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! And here we go. Now you can say Rams and all that crap all you want. Alrighty, <laughs> and now on to the. Oh, Super Bowl! <laughs> Wait, what is he doing? <laughs> okay. It's all the Rams! <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> Can you guys hear the audio? Yes! Yeah. Oh my god, Eric. Oh. Get us out of this! <laughs> You got to wait till the end, Derek. What? Okay, so it's all the current Rams players photoshopped on all these Rams, old Rams players dancing. What are they doing? Coming out of a tunnel? Nah, it's Ram in LA, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Right. Yeah. <laughs> McVay playing the sack. Oh, my God. 
Big Bay playing this Oh man, he, how long have you been planning this thing out for, Eric? Literally oh two god. minutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god, that is just literally two minutes. You found it and you've just been waiting on it. Oh my god. Oh, I hope the audio gets picked up on Zoom. <laughs> Alright, where are we starting? Where are we starting? Oh, Ram it. Right. Starting off with our quarterbacks, Joe Burrow versus Matt Stafford for the Super Bowl. So, yeah, first of all, Rams are four-point favorites, and the mm -hmm. over-under is 48 and a half. You think that'll go over? I think so. I think so, too. Both offenses, I think, are good enough to not score, not be over that, yeah. For sure. But Joe Burrow versus Matt Stafford. Mm -hmm. Two very, can we say just two very likable quarterbacks? And very yes. similar styles. I think Stafford's a little more gunslinger-esque. Mm -hmm. Than yeah. Burrow has, but they both have good touchdown and intercept, like high interceptions but high touchdowns. So, who would have known, Eric? Back in August, you would have said, "Yeah, Bengals, Rams, Super Bowl." Yeah, no, it's not. I would have oh. said you're crazy. Like I told you, Seriously. I said I think the Bengals are a sneaky playoff team. I didn't expect them to be this good. Seriously, um, but uh, I guess it kind of depends on. See, I think they. I think this is a push. Mm, I think so too. It's. I both really, are very like, good. They're both of them. Both are very good. Also, go Rams. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. um, uh -huh. the, oh boy. <laughs> the, uh, the Rams, I think, I think, I think quarterbacks kind of depends on their offensive line. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Because well, clearly we know who has the better line. <laughs> clearly, it's, I mean, obviously, it's the Rams statistically yes. and. Kind of every other category. It's the Rams. Mm -hmm. Now, the Bengals got away with nine sacks against the Titans because Ryan, Tan Ryan Tannehill is trash. Through three picks, yes. And one of them very, very costly at the end of the game. Oh, yeah. But uh, I think it's a push. I Like, if you had, like I have written down here, most passing yards, I would give the edge to Stafford just because I think he's going to have to. He's going to have to. More than I... Burrow does. Mm-hmm. But more turnovers, I'm leaning towards Burrow. Uh, I don't know. I think it's I think it's even for both of them. I think I, each see, of them. It, 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 again, it's a push. But because of the, the offensive lines, I would kind of lean towards Burrow being under more pressure. and Oh, definitely. Potentially having the more turnovers. But this is a good quarterback matchup. But most passing yards, I agree. Stafford will have more passing yards, I think, than Burrow will. That's Over just... under 300. Stafford? Yes. Oh God, give it over. Okay. Because of his because of his receivers he's got. Yeah. I would say under for Burrow. Hig 300. Higby, Higby being out though, that could play a big, big role with that. That could Blend stepped up though against the Niners, though. He had a decent game for what they needed him to do. He did, but him being out, eh, we'll see. Higby is a good is a key piece of that offense for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is. Well, that's yeah, hence why they signed him to a four year deal. <laughs> All right, and the Bengals and Rams running game, which team has the advantage, offensively uh -oh. or defensively? Mm -hmm. Good question here. Offensively, I would say, oh, man, I was going to say Bengals, but I think it's kind of a push. I think the Bengals have the better running back in Joe Mixon, but the Rams do a running back by committee. 
Yeah, they have uh, Sony um, Michelle and uh, Henderson. And Akers. And Akers. Can't forget him. Uh, yeah, Akers. Dude, what a story. Um, I would lean towards the Bengals offensively, but defensively, the Rams have shut down the run this year or in the postseason oh, yes. anyway. Yeah, uh, Aaron Donald uh, being there up front. Uh, like we said, Von Miller, his pressure, but also his run stopping ability. And another guy, um, Leonard Floyd, he's done a damn good job at stopping Sneaky the run. As, I mean, yeah. very underrated. He's done it. I've seen him. He's done a damn good job at stopping the run, the other outside linebacker for him. And then, I, oh, man, this is, yeah, this is tough. The Rams do go by committee. And then, yeah, the Bengals have P. Ryan and Mixon. So it's kind of a push. But most combined, who will have the most rushing yards? I uh, I think it will be the Bengals. I think by only by like five or ten yards, though. Sure. Not by much, but I think it will be the Bengals. Quick question, Derek. Yes. Put If you're putting money down, who do you think is going to have the most rushing yards for the Bengals? Mixon. I'm going to say it's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has the most rushing yards? Think about it. He's going to be on the run the whole game. He will be. He can't stay in the pocket for too long yeah, if he's got something to keep an eye on. I've, I sneaky prop bet. If you can put a bet down on that, try and do that. But I, I think Mixon will have out of all the running backs the most yards. But okay, I think I think we'll the Rams might have more running yards overall. Okay. Overall, we'll see. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. All right, receiving core. Which one is better? Which receiver will have the most yards? Okay, this one's pretty easy for me. Receive as a core. Oh god, Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, or then you have Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, Vance Jefferson. That is a toss-up for me. Most receiving yards, it's going to be Cooper Cup because he's going to go against <laughs> Eli Apple, and Eli Apple's in for a long-ass day tomorrow. Well, even if Eli Apple isn't matched up with Cooper Cup, oh, he's going to have to cover Beckham. Have fun. Exactly. Exactly. So I think uh, Cooper Cup's going to have the most receiving yards. But which one is better? That's. I think Man. you have to give it to the Rams just because of Cooper Cup. Just because of Cup and the season he had. Yeah. You're probably, I think you're right. They're both two damn good receiving cores, too. The, the Rams good. obviously have the more star power with Cup and Beckham, but, mm. I mean, Chase is damn good. Higgins Chase. is damn good. Tyler Boyd, Boyd is, is good. He's, I mean, a, those, he's a captain of the team, too. Those so. three those three young receivers are and all And first of all, Skoranek, you can't drop a pass in the end zone like you did against the Niners in the Super Bowl if you're open, oh. bro. Oh, yeah. Do, you, you do you that. You can't. You do that in the Super Bowl, you're looking at unemployment. <laughs> that's all i gotta say so cup i think most receiving yards and yeah like you said probably slight advantage to the rams just because of the season cup had agreed also go cooper cup he's my boy <laughs> and go rams real quick um we're gonna ram it before we move to the next how about uh did you read the story about him and his wife how She's been by his side this whole time and moved to a different state and moved to different states when he went to these different colleges and everything. And then they showed a video of her running on the field and hugging him when they won the NFC championship. And if you actually read the whole story and then you see that moment, it's pretty awesome because mm -hmm. he, he, he was determined, even though he had all these big name schools, 
not accept him and say, no, you, you, you're too small. You, you can't play wide receiver in the NFL. You can't mm-hmm. do this. And yet she stuck by him through this. And yet here you are in the Super Bowl, win offensive player of the year. And you've got that fat contract from the Dude, Rams. Cup was a third round pick. Mm-hmm. But for him, what a story for that guy, though. You want to talk about determination and busting and working your ass off. Look what it, Cooper Cup's prime example. If you do it, look where it can get you. Mm-hmm. It's 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 awesome, awesome on him to do that. But yeah, yeah. So for receiving court, this is a push again, but leaning more towards the Rams than mm-hmm. the Bengals, just just because of the the pedigree. Yep. Also, seeing Stafford's wife run up to him and hug him at the end of the game was pretty sweet. Yeah, that was dope. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about roller She's, they've for been him. through they've been through a lot. Well, especially her with her cancer she had. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Brain tumor, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. All right. And lastly, for defense, which defense will be better? Which team has the advantage in the passing game and in the running game? Who has the most sacks or who will have the fewest yards given up? Defense for me, I mean, like you said, it's, it's, it's got to go to your boys, Eric, because they've been stopping the run a hell of a lot better. But like I said, Aaron Donald. Uh, number one, Trey Henderson, number two, both of them lead the NFL in most pressures this year in the quarterbacks, yeah. and both of them are playing tomorrow, so <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Well, um, and if you think about it, though, the the, the Bengals' outside pass rushers are going to have to go up against Rob Havenstein and Andrew Whitworth, mm-hmm. and I can, you could see it in Whitworth's eyes. He's hungry for the Super Bowl. And that's shaky. Bengals offensive line against Floyd, Donald, and Vaughn, especially Vaughn Miller. Seven games, past seven games, seven sacks. Yeah. Uh, he's, and, and he's playing good. And again, this goes back to the hunger. You remember, did you hear that uh, sideline speech by Donald in the fourth quarter against the Niners? Oh, yeah. Dude wants to win bad. But yeah. sneaky player for the Rams, Eric Weddle. Yeah. How about that? How about huh? that? On, off, on his couch for the last two seasons. Comes in to play in the wild card game, plays a little bit, you know, then is the leading tackler against the Niners, and now is calling the plays on Sunday for the defense. What? So, real how does quick, that happen? I don't know. Real quick, the Rams have activated Daryl Henderson, running back, and Sebastian Joseph Day, defensive nose tackle off the reserve okay, list for that's, tomorrow. That's big for that defensive line. For, so so for tomorrow, those two guys will be in. Don't know what kind of role they will have, but both of them are active. For I would say Sebastian Joseph Day might be in for the run game, um, but they have Greg Gaines, who's been playing very well for him. Um, big ugly in the middle. So... To me, to sum up all this, I think this game comes down to how well can the Bengals protect Joe Burrow? Because that offensive line needs to show up and play fantastic tomorrow in order for them, I think, to have a chance. Because guess what? You don't give Burrow time. You're in for a long day. And I I do not see Cincinnati winning this game if if the Rams get in their face, which I think they will get in his face because that offensive line is shaky. But it's... I don't know. It's, but Joe Burrow is young. He can move. He he can he can vomit, and he's got he weapons. Can. So it's well, just, and and you also know. you have to keep in mind Cincinnati's defense is fairly good too. Jesse Very, Bates oh. in, the, in the back end at safety. Oh man, that play he made against KC. KC. Ooh. Yeah, hipping the I ball mean, yeah. and not interfering with Tyreek Hill. 
give give the Bengals a credit too. Yeah, their defense as a whole is is very very good as well. So, but it's if the Bengals have a weakness, it's linebackers and their couple of their corners. Yes, and especially trying to cover line. cup over the middle with a linebacker. Good luck. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But uh, Hilton, I, I saw this stoop. This made me so mad. People were like, "Oh, Mike Hilton will be lined up against Cooper Cup." Last time they played, it was in 2019 when the Rams were not, their offensive line was hurt and they had no good offensive linemen. Uh-huh. Uh, they were like, oh, he has held zero catches on four targets. Like, it's the Steelers. <laughs> the different team. It's the Steelers. Um, but uh, it, it's going to be a fun matchup for sure. This is going to be a fun, fun Super Bowl. Heck yeah. All right, Leslie, we'll let you have the honors. You pick first. Well, hold on. There's another thing I added. Yeah. Predictions for MVP, D-Money. Oh, for both teams? Just, yeah, just. Mm -hmm. All right. Can I have like two for both teams? Sure. Uh, Bengals. Joe Burrow, of course, quarterback. Um, Jamar Chase. Wide receiver. Okay. Rams. Rams could, I think, have three. Maybe four. <laughs> Matthew, could have a lot. Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Vaughn Miller, Aaron Donald. If I'm telling you right now, if Vaughn Miller, the way he's been playing, he plays the way he did again. And he played, I mean, he rides back the clock and did what he did in the Panthers game. He does that tomorrow. Rams are winning the Super Bowl and he's winning the MVP. Oh, well, you've and seen I'm how. Telling, You've seen how well he's been playing so far. And I'm, and I'm telling you right now, there's a possibility he could do that. He could. <laughs> there's a I very would, strong possibility. Defensively for the Rams, I would kind of lean more towards Aaron Donald making a big play. And Donald potentially. and Stafford, yeah. Donald and Stafford. I would keep an eye out on OBJ sneaking in at MVP if he gets a couple touchdowns. But usually if your wide receiver gets a couple touchdowns, it goes to the quarterback. Quarterback, so, yeah. Um, do you know there's a prop bet that you can bet that one of the kickers will be MVP? <laughs> well, that'd probably don't, be the Bengals kicker. Don't bet on that, boys. No, <laughs> don't. Um, but def- I, I really don't see, unless someone has like two or three interceptions defensively for the Bengals, someone winning MVP. Tell I would right say now. Joe Mixon. If he gets going, he could be an MVP candidate. Telling you right now, though, Jalen Ramsey has a couple pass breakups and a pick six. He could win MVP. That's true. Possibility if it's a low-scoring game, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's do it, Leslie. Oh, buddy, here we go. All so, right, Leslie, give me go. a give me who, give me who you think you're going to win, and then give me a final score. Yeah, there you go. Oh boy, Good. I don't know where my limited knowledge of uh, football. I, I want your knowledge, Leslie. Just, just, just pick a team and pick a score. That's it. I think it's pretty obvious who you guys are picking. <laughs> yeah. The abs? You've been screaming it all throughout the show. <laughs> the the abs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, girl. Who are you going with? Rams, of course. All right. What's the score? Just come on. Throwing a dart. You're throwing a dart at a wall. It lands on a number. 20s, 30s, teens. What is it? Come on. In the 30s. 30? Well, you, well, mm-hmm. we say, what, 34, 31? Yeah. 
34-31 Rams. There you go. I did it's going it to be you. a high uh, high scoring um, game because the way that both of them are played really well on the previous games, and it's a pretty good matchup between two quarterbacks who are really good. Okay. So. All right, All right. Derek. Uh, for for you, Derek, I need a reason why. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I just think I'm I'm going with the Rams, and I'm going 27-24. I just think. I, I just have a just a gut feeling that that offensive line for the Bengals is just going to let them down, and Burrow is just going to be under pressure so many times. And I just think that's going to be the Bengals' Achilles heel. And I think it'll be end up being a field goal game, 27-24. Okay. So I'm going Avalanche. No, I'm going Rams, obviously, <laughs> because I, I have to. If I if I pick the Bengals, then something wrong with me. But uh, you're not a fan. You're fired. No. No, I'm gonna go 31-24 Rams. I think oh, this. Right. I think the last possession, the Bengals will have the ball in their hands with the chance to tie it, and someone on that mm. defensive line of the Rams makes a play. Von Miller or Donald? I would lean towards Donald, but or Ramsey could be Ramsey. How about what if it was Eric Weddle? Uh, do I would buy an Eric Weddle jersey in a heartbeat. <laughs> He's become my favorite player. How about that? We all go in Rams, huh? You know what that means, Derek? What? Wait. Oh, no. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> McVeigh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and on this video and this freaking this video and this song, Leslie, close us out. All right, thank you guys for joining us on our Rams cast. And also, my birthday will be tomorrow uh, for the Super Bowl. Oh, that's Rams. right. Peace, Corams! Peace out.